Good afternoon. <laughs> good morning. <laughs> and I can't remember the third one, Gary. What is it? Good, good evening. Good evening. There you go. How could I forget good evening? Hey, I do not know. I, well, yeah, I didn't forget. Um, hey, I'm Rand. I'm Gary. We are Dot Shot Talks. We are. We're here to help you connect the dots. And take the shots. Yes. Welcome we to the are. show. Yeah. Hey, and today is another, is a show about taking the shots, right? And every, every one of our, every one of our points that we have about doing the things that you need to do to become the best version of yourself, there's work involved in each and every one of those points, right? You've got, you've got to do something. You can't sit back and wait for something to happen and action has to be taken. Um, today's talk is about that action that it, the, the actions that aren't so pleasant, but they really get the job done too. They get the, in fact, these are the, these are the jobs that get done. It's about today is about doing the dirty work, getting Ooh, things done. Oh yeah. The dirty work. The, absolutely. It's about, uh, it's about. <clears throat> Putting putting forth those those extra efforts, um, as Ed Milet would say, it's about doing it to the max, right? It's about it's about going above. He's always he always talks about doing that extra step. If you're instead of doing ten minutes, do eleven minutes. Instead of doing twenty pull ups, do twenty one pull ups. He's always about doing that one more thing. This is this is in relation to that, but this is about. When it when you get sweaty, when you get dirty, when you get tired, uh, the repetition of things. Uh, it's about leading by example, not just pointing pointing in a direction and going, "Hey, you do that." No, it's about, "Hey, let's do this." Right? It's about we're gonna do this together. We're gonna work. We're gonna work together. We're gonna we're gonna struggle. We're gonna work through the mud, get in the gunk, get through all those things that. You 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 really kind of avoid, but you know what? This is this is how things get done. Things get done by getting down and dirty and and working it. That's right. But how how about uh, taking us to an example? You covered a lot of ground. Uh, well, I kind of yeah, I, I felt like I threw a lot of yeah. stuff. Hey, in the in this in a new position, uh, I'm in a new position at work. Um, okay. One of the things that instead of instead one of the easy things for me to do would be able to say, "Hey, you guys do this, you guys do that," but that's not that's to me. I've never I've never been that person to to, to point the way. I I always like to be the person that's there with with my team, helping helping to get things accomplished and get things done. So when they're out working. And sweating, I'm out there working and sweating with them. It's it's just it's it's leading by example because what I want to give them and show them as they possibly take my seat later, right, or take my position later, what I want for them is to understand that the the respect and honor and trust that you will you know that in the sacrifices that you make with the team will stay with that team and they will work harder with you. Right. Because I never really kind of say that people work for me. I've, I don't think I've ever worked for anybody. I know that anything that I've ever done, 
any job that I've ever had. I like to think that I, I go to work because I need to go to work for me. I like, I like to do the things I need to do the things that I need to do for me. So I am a part of the team. I'm not the head of the, I may be, you know, I may be the head of the team, but I don't like to think that I'm the boss. I never like to have that mentality. I like to be, I like to be a leader. And I've always been like that whenever I've been in a supervisor or management position. That's the role I like to take is the role of the leader, which means I'm not just pointing away. I'm out there with them. So when the guys are cleaning the warehouse, I'm cleaning the warehouse. When they're cleaning the shop, I'm cleaning the shop. When people are out, I fill in. You know, it's not about, hey, well, you're short. Just got to, everybody else has to make it up. You know, it's about pitching in because I think those are the things that people see and they they hold on to that. And there's and it goes a long way. So when I ask them to do something, it's really never, you know, I never really get much pushback because they know good and well that if I had to, I'd do it myself. <laughs> but sometimes they have to do things, too. So there's a there's a lot to do with when it comes to getting down and dirty with your team because it counts and it matters. Yeah, that all sounds well and good. It reminds me that um, <clears throat> I think uh, somewhere World War Two, one of the generals or something like that um, got his uh, I, I want to say the, the the commander of the army or something got his generals together. And um, I can't remember. I'm paraphrasing. But basically it goes like this. He said, what are you guys doing? And they've been in the command centers. And he's like, look, he says, you don't push string, you pull it. So basically he was trying to tell them, get out in the battlefield and lead your men is what he's telling them to do. So, and that's kind of what you're talking about. Okay. Well, saying all that is well and good, but I need some, uh, we need some examples of um, what, 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 what does the bad stuff look like? What does it look like when it's not, when you're doing it right, okay, but when you're doing it wrong, what does that look like and how do you turn the wrong into the right? Because I'm sure you've been around people. I I know a little bit about your background and not everybody else does. And I know you've been around people and following some other people um, that have been leading you the wrong way. And um, like we we always say that um, you can always learn something from somebody and if somebody's making a lot of mistakes, hey man, <laughs> learn what not to do. So Correct. give us some, give us some examples of, um, you gave us some examples of what to do, but what does not doing it right look like? Well, I think you, I think you really kind of hit the nail on the head when you said uh, what not to do. Right? People can teach you what not to do. Um, we, when we procrastinate, when we, when we put things off, or we don't lead or when we don't lead by example, the things that people, the things that people see tend to, the things that people see tend to be, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I'm probably not going to come up the word I'm looking for right now. Um, they, those, those people tend to be called bosses, right? And they, and they, it's sort of a, it becomes a dictatorship, but when you allow people to take ownership of, of what it is that they're doing, put them in charge, put them in charge of something, let them own it. Uh, you have to hold them responsible and accountable. When we were talking the other day, um, check creating checks and balances came, came up. Um, 
about doing right. dirty about doing the dirty work and that's and that's a lot of what it becomes when you give people the opportunity to make decisions in any position that they're in when you give them opportunities to do that they and they take and they start to take ownership of it it becomes about it becomes about their pride and it becomes about comes about their ego which is one of the things of course that you know I'm not a big fan of the ego but it becomes about pride and holding on to something and making it theirs that way you know because people tend to treat their stuff better than they treat other people's stuff so if they own it and it's theirs they will treat it well they'll they'll be good with it um what we would hope but that's not always true either it it you're 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 absolutely correct it's not always true but one thing that you can do is you will see you will start to see the people that blossom in those times and that's who you hold on to you hold on to those people that blossom in those times not the not the weeds right you you kind of right. try to you have to you really do have to weed out the the things that don't work for you and the people who don't work for you you okay, have so, to yeah 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 no, I, I i totally agree so um, what role does goal setting play in this scheme of doing the dirty work with your team? Goal setting is goal setting is, of course, goal setting is huge in in any point that you that you start to take on. Right, um, you've got to give yourself the ability <clears throat> to have a result. Uh, right. So right. So you you design you you look for a result, and that result becomes your goal. So you right. try to you, so you try to figure out how to how do you how do we and 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 you mentioned this the other day, you really kind of work backwards from that goal, right? You kind of work right. backwards from that point, and what you do is you t- you take that and you and you start to run with it. You 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 go right. backwards. You go ten, nine, eight, seven, <laughs> six, five, four, three, two, one. Then you start at one and work to two, work to three, work to four, work to five until you get to ten, which is hopefully your goal, um, right? And, and that's what you that's what you really have to do. And there's a lot you're going to have to you may have to change. You may have to change some of the things that you've that you reverse because, hey, <clears throat> your expectations of things that you've that you've set forward doesn't always fall the way that it is. But it's about being able to roll with the with the punches. Right. It's about being able to roll with the punches. So therefore, <clears throat> therefore, if something happens, hey. Instead of being frustrated about it not meeting your expectation, move on, create a different, create a different role or a different or a different uh, or a different path and still hit to your till you get to your goal. Just sometimes your expectations never live up to your expectations, never live up to what it is that you're trying to get to. But you can always still get there despite that. Okay. All right. I want to go back to some, um, some of the basic stuff that I think about when we start talking in the direction of uh, team members, team play and things like that. You know, um, I'm reminded really quick, I I started thinking about um, the ability of your team. And I mean, you're not just going to um, assume or think that somebody knows something You've got to make sure they're trained on something. You've got to get involved with it. You you can't just assume that they know how to goal set or how to do certain things. You you've got to. I mean, get getting dirty or doing the dirty work 
I mean, you've got to get involved with them. Like we talked about doing check checks and balances. And, um, one of my favorite examples of my life that, um, lived out was, um, I used to be able, I mean, I, I ran a, a power tool corporation and, um, I thought, man, I can train anybody, you know, cause I got to where breaking things down and going through the systems and, uh, setting it up and building somebody's foundation. I just got to where I thought, you know what, man, I'm good at this. You know, I can train anybody until this guy came along and I can't remember his name. And if I did, I wouldn't even say it, but I remember his dog's name, <laughs> Lucy. <laughs> Not that it has anything to do with anything, but the beautiful thing was God almighty sent me somebody that didn't want to learn. And I thought I could train anybody, but this guy, man, he did not want to learn. He was there to collect the paycheck and any break that came up, he wanted to take his breaks when it's time for lunch. He didn't want to be disturbed. I mean, he, I mean, he was, uh, he just was something else and he did not try to learn. He pretended to look like he was trying to learn, but he just wasn't doing it. And it's obviously it didn't work out and eventually we had to cut the losses, <clears throat> but so, I mean, that's one example of some things that can go wrong, but you can also have people that um, may be in a position that don't have the skill set for that position. Um, maybe they don't have the skill set. Uh, you know, I guess it, maybe you've got one spot, you know, tight end, and they don't have that tight end skill set. And I, when I'm saying tight end, I mean football tight end. Um, you I mean, know, you may be trying to put a square wide, peg in a round hole, right? Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, a lot of those things come up um, and you can't just leave people alone not to do it, which gets into the checks and balances, um, checks and balances, getting involved or being in and around your team. Uh, one of the key things is uh, that I see getting getting them used to you being around them. In other words, you can't be absentee and then show up Correct. and get involved because they're going to like, Oh, look at him, That's right. you know, or look at her. Who does she think she is? Right. You know? Um, so those are the things that I think about when I think about team members, I think about doing the dirty work and the dirty work is um, like you said, always being involved. I mean, be involved, be part of the, the process, do the things you don't want to do. Just be, especially the further up you are in the, the um, I guess the food chain or, further up you are in the chain of command, I, I always see it as an upside down pyramid. Um, all those people that are below you, you now have the responsibility of serving them. You don't have the ability just because you've got this lofty position just to disappear. Cause Correct. I mean, clearly you can, you know, people have the ability once they reach, you know, further up in the pinnacle, they, they can, you know, absentee out disappear. Well, there's, there's a, if, I'm sorry to cut you off, but there is a, uh, there was, you're not a, cutting me off because I can a, just jump right back in there anytime and keep talking with you. <laughs> That's right. There was a mentality when yeah. I, when I started, a, 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 when I started working for a, a previous company, the mentality okay. was managers didn't work on Fridays. See, this is what I want to talk about. Yeah. Go for it. Managers yeah. didn't work on Friday. It was Take like me down. when people would, people would say, People would say, hey, you know, so, you know, the whole disappearing thing. They were like, hey, managers don't work on Fridays. They cut, they may come in and show their face, but they go golfing. They go do other stuff. You know, they they go out and I'm throwing up air quotes here to visit customers, 
they go out to do to do other things. But you know, if they come in on Fridays, they're gone by you know they're gone early in the a.m. They're not there at lunchtime, and they go you know they go do that. And that's a that's a weird thing for me uh, <clears throat> because I've always had the mindset, and I, I I don't think I've ever had a I don't think I've ever had the mindset of of not working with my team. I when I it was just something I don't know. I and that and it and that's and that's from a very young age before work. That's it was always wanting to be a part of the team and understanding that hey, respect is earned, trust is earned, none of that is given. Um and I don't know exactly how I got that. Maybe, you know, my mom, my uncles, you know, my dad, you know, there was just, I, I guess I've had lots of, lots of uh, representation of that in my life that to do it, you've got to, you've got to be in the mud. You know what I mean? There's, there's no, there's really no easy way out when it comes to accomplishing anything. It's do it or not do it, you know? And, yeah, it may be easier for some people to do certain particular things, and that's okay. But if you really want it, go after it, and you can still do it too. You know, um, the the work thing. The work thing is as you're as you're go- creating those checks and balances, right? As you're as you're going through the processes, you're uh, reverse engineering your goal. Um, so on your way into achieving your goal, one of the things that that makes it that makes a uh, makes a whole heck of a lot of sense is that's where you create your standard operating procedures from, right? You you create your SOPs. So now instead of having to relive everything that you've done, at least now you have a starting point where you can where you can. So new people come in, everyone can everyone can do it the same way and learn from that. Yeah. That doesn't mean that you still won't make adjustments uh, later to that SOP, but at the same point in time, it gives you, it gives you a good starting point instead of going up. Well, we got to start all over again because that's, that becomes a time thief for you. That becomes getting away from getting away from the success. And that's when the job becomes work. Right. Instead of it being instead of it being a job, it becomes work. And I think there's a difference between the two. You work the job. Right. Not the other way around. Right. <clears throat> well, I mean, I, I love the um, the SOPs. I love the standard operating procedures where you set things up based on whatever part of the mission. This task, you do it like this. <clears throat> and um, if somebody comes along and doesn't want to do it that way, I mean, hey, they may have a better way to do it. But Correct. also, they may be doing it the absolute wrong way. Absolutely, and and they they may not they may just think ah there's leeway here. But uh, the dirty work is establishing the the procedure. you know, working with the team to come up with the you know a standard plan to get to the goal. Um, and then if things if you've got the plan, if things come from left field. I mean, you can always make adjustments, but no plan, you're in trouble. And if Correct. you just, if you haphazardly do it <clears throat> any way you want, and there's no standard for a business, it really makes it difficult. And you try to, <clears throat> let's say somebody's out for a couple of weeks, they go on vacation, they get sick, they hurt their back, whatever it is, 
and there's no way to do it, um, you know, how do you cover for that person? You can't because you don't know what they're doing. They've got their own system. It's hidden, you know. And that's, you know, and hey, you know, you you mentioned that. And that was one of the things we talked about the other day, (laughs) which is, hey, that's exactly what I'm going through. You know, it's it becomes, hey, what's easiest or not necessarily even easiest, but what's best for me? Because really, when it comes down to it, I don't want to do it. So I'll find ways and reasons not to do things in a particular manner that's efficient for everyone. Because now I'm not even a part of the team. It's about what I'm doing and everyone has to adjust to what I'm doing. That now is- you're, you're <clears throat> right. You're, you're not saying it as you, you're saying it uh, as a team member that wants to control. Correct. So, so somebody wants to maintain control of their position. They don't want to create a standard operating procedure. They don't want to be a team player. They want to be an individual standout. You have to have them. Uh, they're irreplaceable because only they can do it. Correct. But the problem is when they're gone, you know, what do you do? Yeah, because you're, yeah. you're left, you're left lost based on their system. So you find yourself having to recreate entire <clears throat> SOPs based or, on the fact or, that nothing was done right properly. Or, or right. Or dare I say, create SOPs. Correct. Yeah. Create or recreate. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. You know, I, I gu- guarantee you, if you walk into larger companies like Costco, um, everybody has a plan of where things are going to be. It's not just like, hey, you know, we're going to put the raisins over here today. And then next week, they're going to put them over there. Now, however, I think there is some thought to moving things around because there they're, they're in the process when, of shuffling things on us once again. When you, you know? have that, when you have that, right, if you're if you're in that kind of business, what happens is because people like to shop. Right. So they'll walk around and maybe see something that they didn't see before and impulse buy. So it works. It may work for Costco. Or a Sam's Club or or a grocery right. store, but it doesn't work. It doesn't work in a in a standard in a standard deal where we we are the only ones walking through the warehouse. We are the only ones walking through the shop where we are the only ones because that's when, you know, you, you what you want to do is you want to create uh, you, you want to create uh, less less footprints. You know, you, you want things to be easier. Yes. Car- they call it carbon footprint. Yeah, you you want things to be easier, not more difficult, and only easy for you. That easy for you means more work for everyone else. <laughs> right, I, I get it. But in the case of Costco, I am certain, and, and Sam's Club, and those other uh, big big box retailers, without pointing any you know fingers at anybody, I'm certain that moving things around is part of a plan to get you to shop more. Absolutely. Because I know that when I go in there, a lot of times I, I'm on a mission. I want to get the bananas. I want to get the milk. I want to get the bread. I want to get out of there. But when they move my bread, I'm like, where they put the bread? Yes, because they, they just did that recently, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So then you start doing loops trying to find your stuff. And the, I think the hope and the plan is that you impulse buy. And, right. and like you said, that's a little bit different than somebody – within an organization that holds everybody captive 
um, you know, because they're, they're gone, only they know how to do it. I mean, hey, I was in a company to where um, the two owners were basically absentee and they, they relied on one of the other team members without giving too much information to do some of the things. Well, it got to where the team member uh, got information that, that the owners should have had control of to where they didn't even know what was going on. And then the team member had the, had the owners at bay. And there was a point in time where the owners needed to make a decision that was best for the business. But that team member that had control said, no, I don't want to, if, if that happens, I'm out of here. Well, guess what happened? The owners changed their mind and adjusted based on that team member because they had allowed that team member to have and run part of the business that they should be handling and they couldn't they couldn't stand to lose that person right in their mind because it would, mean, have been, first, it would have been hard work for them see yeah right they, they would have had to do more work. dirty work right they would have been Correct. i mean th this is they're too busy being off doing things that they wanted to do versus being involved in the whole scene now the things they should be doing right Absolutely. now now there is a caveat for those of you out there listening that run stuff and i mean it's not to say that you can't take Friday off. It's not to say that you can't do some of these things, but the, the main thing is making sure you're, you're literally involved in your team and you're playing on the team. You know, you've got to be part of the whole situation rather than trying to sneak away. Correct. You know? Yeah. It's, it's creating efficiencies, right? The longer you do something, the easier it should get. Right. And maybe not easier, but you get better at it. Right. So therefore you do become more efficient at it. And something that took you in the beginning an hour to do, hopefully it takes you less time to do it today. If you've done it consistently over time. Right. You learn ways to you learn you learn things to do that will make the job more. As long as it stays efficient, you'll make it more efficient for yourself and everyone else. Absolutely. Um, that becomes that's that part is absolutely true. And if you do it enough, hey, maybe you don't have to go in on Fridays, depending on your position with, you know, with the company or the business that you're in. Maybe you don't. So, well, I, I mean, it's yeah, I, I think I, I, there's a lot there's a lot to that. I mean, just like um, when you go to get your vehicle fixed or your car fixed, there's certain hours that are charged out. You know, there's a, a rate and no matter what it is, let's say changing an alternator, it has a time associated with that project. But if you're a skilled mechanic, you may not, let, let's say it's two hours, you may be skilled and you may be able to do it in, you know, three quarter of, of the time rather than two hours, you might be able to do it in 45 minutes because you've got a lot of skill. It's very possible, you know? Absolutely. And that's it's the way the world goes with creating habits. I love it. Love yeah. habits. Yeah, but doing the dirty work, good stuff. Takeaway. Yep. Hey, take nope, the big takeaway is that, and, and I think a lot of it, which is you have to be involved. You have to be involved with whatever is going on around you. Um, not being involved will get you into a world of trouble. A world of trouble. So stay involved. That's really my biggest takeaway. Stay involved. Yeah, you're going to love this. You know what mine is? What's that? Same thing. Yeah, well, there you go. Same thing. <laughs> <laughs> did, I, did I lead you into that one from, from last week? 
<laughs> well, that's a good one. That's a good one. I mean, how, how can you get away from that? That's that that is the I mean, hey, that's in the title. I love it. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. Hey, so nope. We want to thank you guys for checking us out. And I'm Rand. I'm Gary. We are Dot Shot Talks. We are. We're here to help you connect the dots. Take the shots. Swish. There it comes. I knew it was coming. Hey, guys, thanks for tuning in. We will catch you next week. All right. Appreciate you. Adios.